If you are tired or feeling funny, don't be afraid to go to the doctor. Get a yeah. blood, get because blood everything blood. you think in your head is a lie until something outside of you makes it true. So don't just assume the worst. Go get it checked out. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing. Like, I don't want too many pats on the back because, like, like I said, I even talked to Marty about it on the way to get these tests. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't, there's almost a part of me that would be happy if they said I had a tumor or a cancer or something. Just so you know. Just so you know. Because mm-hmm. that, that realm of existence where you, because you know your body. You know when something's wrong. Yep. And when they keep telling you, well, this come back clear and this come back clear, it is really discouraging. So I'm, I'm glad I finally got some answers. Welcome to Talk Hard Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We are live in New Orleans right now as we speak. We are living it up on Bourbon Street. Mardi Gras! I don't think it's Mardi Gras time. Look out the window, but there are people with beads. Anyway, I'm Lion. We are here in Indianapolis. Welcome to the show. My name is Marty Norman. Wrong kind of beads, and I'm Brian Gordon. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you know what those beads are outside. <laughs> we have a special, wonderful, the most amazing guest you could probably have on any podcast worldwide. We Although, have you won't Mr. recognize him. No, you will I not. Didn't. We will I was not. Like, Who the hell is this guy? And we're going to talk about that. Mr. This is where you put the camera on me, asshole. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Brian Kendrick Live, which is not Brian Kendrick Live anymore. I have to say something right off the bat. I, I feel bad. I want to. I want to get this off my chest and let you guys. Can know. you not look at the floor when you say this? No, this is hard for me to talk about. I got to right. look down, guys. I have to admit that I talk even when I'm not on the show. Oh, really? And I've been accused of talking too hard. It's not just when I'm on the show. Like, I like to talk hard. So when I get the opportunity, okay. yeah, like my wife wants me to hardly talk. So, so, okay. so we're kind of, I'm in a revolt stage. Okay. So when, you, rebel. when you ask me to come do this show, I'm like, yeah. Like, hey, Brian, come do talk hard. He's like, I've been doing that. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so ready. I've been practicing shut your mouth. For the last week. <laughs> Ready to talk it up. We know who wears <gasps> the pants in this family. Yep. If they, you didn't know before. No, you know, my whole life I was studying and searching and reading and listening, trying to have the right thing to say. I understand that knowing the right thing to say at the right time to the right person can change a life. Bam. Then getting married, I opened a whole new chapter. Yeah. It's studying the art of what not to say and when to <laughs> shut the up. <laughs> it's a whole nother realm of existence. I, I don't have that problem. You knew. Uh, all right, so we, we're talking about uh, all this marriage, and he's got the freaking great relationship. I've got going an amazing on. wife, and I know you do too, so yes. mad that we love you too. I'm not saying I'm that. I'm not talking bad about my wife. I'm saying, <laughs> I, I'm saying I, I have to learn when to shut my mouth. It's not her, it's me. Sometimes Maybe I talk too much. Maybe it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Because oh, I'm allowed delivery, to say it. Because I had to learn a new delivery, That's so I'm allowed sh- to say whatever I want. I'm not the perfect life coach like you. <laughs> I'm still a work in progress. I don't even know in like the, the cocoon and the butterfly, I think I've still got just one wing out. You're like flopping I'm not around. Done yet. Are you flopping? I haven't arrived yeah. like okay. you, Sensei. What the hell? 
<laughs> you hear what he just said? Dude? This Bro, is a I, show called Talk Hard. He said, maybe it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Bro, well, no shit. Bro, I deal no with this shit. every day. I deal with this every day. Every week, I'm Ooh, sorry. warm in here. Every <laughs> week, I have to deal with them. He's so perfect. I keep looking at Chris, and they can't see Chris, but no, this is an important should. part to me. I like to. He's I like an to, important part of I like this whole entire thing. I wish they could oh see. God. So, <laughs> I have to agree. I have to concur with Brian. Like that. That it, uh, Brian BK. Yeah, Brian I have King. to concur with BK because that's what I'm learning. And in, in, you know, been in a relationship for quite for a few years mm-hmm. now. And the best part of my relationship is realizing that I just like all the things that go on in here. Mm-hmm. Don't necessarily have, do I have to put oh, them I out I 100% here. agree with that. No, you know what I, mean? I just have I, already I have got that on lock. You got, oh, perfect. I've got Again, that on lock already, though. I'm like, sensei, no, someday there's going to be this. footage of a fit, <laughs> and you're going to get busted out. I, I know, right? <laughs> there's going to be we a fight. Don't get me wrong. We fight. I'll pay Chris to follow you around. <laughs> We, Chris, you see Chris in your bushes, you know what's going on. We just don't fight at each other. We fight for each other. That's where we always promise see what to make I mean? that the thing. You You're like it? a walking slogan. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get his wife to call in right now? She was here. She validated it. I had to. He's like, you better do say exactly what I say. No, I'm we kidding. just stopped overcomplicating. No, everything. you guys have like, love. And I'm not saying you guys don't. It's just we our dynamic was set on such a different ground. And being a normie, somebody that has been around addiction but didn't actually deal with addiction on a personal level, she was shocked by me. And so I think it just was a sense of Did relief. Did you hear the story when their first date? Did yeah. you hear that? Did you happen to catch I think that? So. Yeah, like yeah, I just told her all the like, bad crap. What he did is he got out the table and he's like, Look, I'm a piece of I'm a POS, vomited on the table and said, Look, we can eat this vomit together or I can leave right now. And she's like well, it sounds this, promising. This sounds like a good idea. <laughs> I don't think she's ever had somebody be she, honest. She might with her. be a little out there, though. I'm not sure if she's <laughs> no, all there. But, Love no, you, don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I think the way that you approach that is like, you know, I picture you being in all these toxic relationships all your life, and just yeah. being, and and probably partially, mostly, all of it was probably you, the yeah. toxic toxic person. Well, you attract toxic, right? Because you like are you attract like, what you are. So I attracted all the worst kind of females in the planet. Up until my wife, when I finally was like, you know what, I'm going to give her what I've always wanted. Because I would have been cool with most of those women if they would have just said, look, I like to blow a bunch of guys. <laughs> I'd have been like, well, at least I, I like know. To, I like to do blow in the bathroom. Yeah. And, and, okay. That's all I needed. So Nobody I know what I'm with dealing that. with. <laughs> Nobody leads with well, that. Well, and that's the thing. That's <laughs> what I, that's and my I whole... didn't say I like to blow a bunch of dudes <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> that's what, inevitably, that's what you did, though. You, you uh, like, on some level. All, yeah. You put it all on front street, and she's like, well, I, I feel like I could be wrong. She was like, I've never had anybody be honest with me like that. Well, that's, what all, that's all it was. It's just honesty. You know? So, anyway, this is I've not the topic of the show, walk. by the way. <laughs> like, I am honest. Brutally. Sometimes Brutal. brutally yeah. honest. And sometimes I just don't need to be. So. Yeah. Sometimes my feelings and my thoughts are still dark and twisted, mm-hmm. and I just need to shut up. I agree. Shut up, and because here's here's one thing I have is a strength. I get over it quickly. Yeah, I don't hold on to resentments. I don't but in either. that moment, I don't either. No. In that moment, when I'm taking things personally and my view of reality is distorted, mm-hmm. my feelings are hurt, or I feel disrespected, or I'm making something about me that probably has nothing to do mm-hmm. with me, I just have to shut up. See, here's what I thought an intimate relationship was, and I'm learning that I was horribly wrong. Mm. 
You, Ain't that a beautiful moment? Now, she knows me. Seriously, though. She knows me. It's a given. She knows me better than anyone. But sometimes, I think maybe too well. It, it was, well, I'm just going to let her into the crazy voice of my damn head. Mm-hmm. And I just talk and let it out. And that's not... Eventually, you look at your wife and she's got a look of like... What? And no, you're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Well, I was kidding. I was kidding. Well, you know, and, and we talk to people I mean, all really the time. Not, yeah. We talk to people all the time, and when we talk about our relationship, this is, I will say something, because everybody points out that she's an introvert. Mm-hmm. Like she don't, she, she does only opens up where she feels extremely comfortable. So, yep. I will say something playing around, or like, I do enough talking for both of us. I knew something was going wrong when I would say that, and instead, everybody's laughing us moving on. I look over, and she'd be like, <laughs> I would say I do enough She's talking. Like, right. That's She's, nobody's a business. No, 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 no. Her point was, yeah, I can't yeah, ever get, get a word in. No, I can't, I can't she get a word threw in. in. He never shuts up. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know, and it's like, damn, it sounds better coming from my mouth, you know. So right, that's the thing about the truth, right? Anywho, that's not the topic of this. No, show. definitely not. But yeah. thank goodness because I don't want to stand in this son of a bitch's shadow. <laughs> Welcome to my you world. Just call me fat. <laughs> Skinny boy over here yeah. now calling out all the other dudes speaking in the room. Speaking of skinny boy. Yeah. Speaking of skinny boy, man, that's why I want, guys, that's why we got a great show for you right now. Seriously. We're, I want to talk, we're going to talk a little bit about spring's coming on, right? Mm-hmm. What, what do we call it? The sun's out. And guns out, buns out, buns everything's out. out. Yeah, everything. You brought me on a talk hard podcast to talk about the weather. Yes. <laughs> Shit. Well, you tricked me again. Hey, you it is Indiana. There's nothing harder than trying to figure out what the weather is going to be like when you wake up. <laughs> or That's it's probably the hardest thing to do. And it's Indiana, and we all know that seasons suck in Indiana yeah. for a lot of us. For yeah. a lot of us who, who experience quote-unquote, and I'm throwing quotes in the air because seasonal depression kind of thing, right? Okay. I never knew I had that's seasonal depression until I heard about seasonal depression. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I got. Yep. You know, and that's, that's a I, choice. I, Okay, Brian. <laughs> Jesus. I'm happy you're around. <laughs> I like to, Okay, Brian. I like, I like to, to get play in the snow. Tell us about how great you Where's are. Where's my cold bath? No, I like I to get you. depressed in the spring just to prove I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> sun's out, guns out, sun's out, buns out. Like it's time for it's time for all that winter weight that we start we're starting to feel we're starting to feel bad about ourselves mm-hmm. when it comes because we're like, oh God, spring's around the corner. We may be outside with our shirt off. We may be on the beach. We may, you know, I just I don't feel good. I've been laying around kind of lazy all we all all winter. I've been eating bad foods. I've been, you know, all these things that I believe are a common denominator for most of us. Probably not you, Mr. Brian Gordon. Well, no, we eat emotionally. <laughs> um, That's a totally real thing. And don't get me wrong, I do. I just yes. watch it. Like, I know the days when I need it, and I just give myself the grace. It is what it yeah, is. I'm not trying like to be me. perfect. There's people like me. I know you're not, brother. I'm, I, you know what I mean? Like, no, I mean, no, like, I, I know, appreciate I you, there's but I'm just like, saying, like... There's people like me and Brian, and Brian especially, because he, 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 he almost ate himself to death. Seriously. Don't, don't you know speak what I mean? for me, you Yeah, asshole. I will. I will. He, he looked like shit. He was about 300 pounds. Whoa. Uh, 225. Oh. <laughs> You uh, look no, cuddly. Honestly, honestly, though, uh, you know, like me, overweight weighs what you do healthy. Thank you, Brian. Okay, you yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
God, you guys I, already got me cussing. I'm worked up. You cussing. You just called me sentence. bat. You no, never, no. Chris, no. you got some work to no, do. No, but here's, here's some background on this. So please, Chris. Here's some background on this, though. When me and Brian first got into recovery, right? I, I had a couple years in. Brian came around. I was still on house arrest. You didn't start till I came around. Here's huh? my point, Brian, if you let me finish. <laughs> I just did a year in the county. Yep. County jail is dead time, right? It's, it's, it's sitting on your, it's sitting in a one block cell for a year eating honey buns and cookies and processed food. Yep. Right? And then I got out to a year's house arrest. Year's house arrest wouldn't let me do anything but go to work and go to three meetings a week. Mm-hmm. So I didn't leave my house. So when I'm home, I'm eating because yep. you know, that's what I do. When I'm yep. bored, I eat. When I'm emotional, I eat. When yep. I'm this, I eat. So I had two years of packing on nothing but fat, not working out, not doing any exercises. Brian comes into my life. He gets sober. I won't tell about the, uh, you know, uh, detoxing on my couch type, but that's a different story. It was beautiful. It was lovely. I, I loved every minute of it. Did I tell you Brian would have a, a trail of coffee from the coffee pot to the couch? Just anyway. I don't remember that. <laughs> when he would take a shower. Oh, my God. Okay. Let's go. I have OCD, too, as well. Yeah. But anyway, so I am... I am, I'm feeling very large, bigger than I've ever been in my entire life. And I've been work. I've, I've been in and out of prison. I've worked out for years, right? I've always been kind of a health conscious. I was never really into healthy foods, but I was conscious of mm-hmm. it. Right. So here I, we made a decision that man, Marty, you're getting ready to get off house arrest. The f- we got to go, we're going to go hit the gym. And you know, we did that. Mm-hmm. The day I got off house arrest, I wouldn't bought a, a, a fitness uh, membership. Me and Brian went and got a fitness membership. Yep. The very day. And, buddy, we got addicted to it. Oh, yeah. We got it in a healthy way. Yeah, Right? Yeah, yeah. We worked out five yeah. days a week, yep. religiously, five days a week. We we were starting to see the differences. We were starting to, you know. And then, you know, I got into shape. But Brian, on the other hand, Brian got ripped. Brian looked better. He, well, how old was he? Like 35? Brian got in the best shape of his life. He had a six-pack. He had, he was cut. He, you know, he looked great. And then here we are, fast forward, what, six years later, roughly? Six years later, and then we get married, we get dogs, we get children, we get houses, we get you mortgages, get busy we get with jobs, work, we get busy. Get life, I just want to say put this. On the back, it gets put on the back burners and mm-hmm. fitness and getting and all that stuff, and, and we got out of shape. The dog, we got old. It, the dogs didn't do it. I just want to say that. But the rest of it did. It, okay, oh, let's, we got to, we, we mentioned this before on your podcast, you actually train animals and have a business. So yeah, it's not it? just dogs. Let's it's you have a, a business that you're running. Let's Two of them. Let's Two plug of them, it. Let's right? plug it, Brian. Kingdom Bully Kennels yep. on all social media platforms. Yep. And Kingdom Elite Canine. Uh, Kingdom Elite Canine is my wife's training business. Nice. And Kingdom Bully Kennels is is we breed and, and raise and train American bullies. Which and is a very um, intricate business and requires a lot of time. These are yeah, not it, just dogs. They're like little people. And they require a very specific you can't you know daily, it's not a nine daily, to five daily you don't get to clock out because they still need to eat they still need to poop they still need to live like you do and to do it properly and raise an animal like you should you take care of the animal like you would a person absolutely right so it's not a nine to five so that's very oh, trying on the lifestyle oh, it's right it's, it's, it's a lot it's, it's every day all day but also yeah. brian i want you to plug your youtube because uh, you have over 150 million 
150,000 subscribers, correct? 163, I think. Oh, oh specifically. Yeah. And <laughs> I then, think. And he said, I like that. I think. And then we got almost, who's counting? almost a quarter million on TikTok. On nice. TikTok at? Kingdom Bullies. Kingdom Bullies on TikTok, guys. Yes. Go check it out. Go check yes. it out. They, he has his daughter on there, and he has his wife on there. It's yep. amazing. I mean, watch with these massive dogs. Mm-hmm. And this little girl, Allie. Anyway, you you do you talk about it. Why am I yeah, talking yeah. about it? I'm an idiot. Well, let's back it up a little bit. Because, All right, back up. Because any business, so any entrepreneurship business owner, it's not it's not an eight hour job, no. it, especially when you're starting out. It yep. takes a lot, and just what we do treatment wise has always been twenty four seven. Evolve Indy Center for Recovery. Yep. That that stuff isn't what took it out of me. What what happened is from thirty five to thirty seven. Between 37 and 38, I was running circles around these, you know, we run recovery homes for men and these 18-year-old kids and 20-year-old knuckleheads. We got Patrick over here, yeah. Yeah, we got one in the room. And I was just, I, you know, we was in addiction for almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. And I took the medication for hepatitis C. We got into the gym and I truly was walking around feeling like I was blessed to walk out of it Mm -hmm. untouchable. Absolutely. I made it out and and I didn't have none of the long-term effects. Right. Well... Between 37 and 38, the testosterone goes... Oh, yeah. It was told I had the testosterone of a 65, 70-year-old man. Yep. Then I start getting chronic migraines. I still, right now, today, have headaches every day, but... I can tell you that I have not been eating Tylenol and ibuprofen every day for the last three or four months. But I started facing these headaches. And if anybody that's ever struggled with chronic headaches, like the will and the desire to push weight like we do when we got a serious headache, Mm -hmm. um, insomnia Mm -hmm. kicks in. So I'm not sleeping. I got headaches. My testosterone goes and along with these things, faced with my mortality, because my wife is 10 years younger than me, and she fell in love with this guy that was on the cover of Men's Fitness. You know, <laughs> I may have been 10 years older than her, but I was rocking it. And then my health starts to deteriorate. And when you're faced with your own mortality, especially when you've been living like you're never going to die, and it finally sets in that you're getting old, and, and this is only in hindsight that I'm speaking about this, mm-hmm. depression comes with it Mm -hmm. so mental health headaches insomnia depression and that's where the food come in my diet just goes to hell Mm -hmm. and then i start having these pains up and down my left side i I don't know what it is um and this went on for probably at least a year and you know i had to take a beating before i'm willing i'm not a big fan of doctors i'm not a big fan i don't trust them um for the last two years going in and out of doctors and having my heart checked because i thought something my mind goes right to i've got a blockage from the dope i used to shoot Mm -hmm. something's wrong with my heart Mm -hmm. so i go through all kinds of tests it gets to where they keep telling me i'm fine and then i'm coming home and googling my symptoms and that's not ever never a good idea so (laughs) but you literally when you've got something wrong with you you've got to go and say hey this fits my symptoms will you test me for this mm-hmm. i i was Ain't that crazy yeah Ain't and that crazy? everything from autoimmune disease to yep. everything in my mind went all kinds of places it come come to find out that i have diverticulitis i finally found that out 
And I started good. They told me I had fatty liver and diverticulitis. So yep. of course, what do I do? Because they don't descri- they don't really thoroughly explain it. I, I come home and I start googling it. And the first thing that pops up is these diseases are very common in the Western world. Yep. Well, you guys know me, but anybody you might not know that I've for a long time had a hunch in my inner core that pretty much everything that is designed. Uh, for the consumer-based masses is also poisonous. You mean America? You mean in America? Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah and right. and I, uh, you know, I'm not going to say I'm a big conspiracy theorist. But I, I, I don't trust I'll the food. It. I don't trust the water. I don't trust the medicines. So when I read Western-based diseases, a light went on. It's like, well, this. I mean, obviously, it's related to the food and the way we eat in this mm-hmm. country. And I had to look at my diet. For those that don't know what diverticulitis is, it's pus, it's infection pockets in your intestines that get inflamed by pretty much anything that is junk. <laughs> yeah, uh, all the foods you ate, by well, the way, all the food you eat. Yeah, well, other you personally, I've always been a meat fan, but any kind of sugar, any kind of noodles, any kind of pretty much. I had to go back to what now, I was... you mean no like processed foods, sugar and pure... Like you, but what about strawberries and... Strawberries is good. You can so have... pure you sugar. Can, you can have... Real he- sugar. Healthy sugar is just not too much. Right. Um, but pretty much what I, what I got blessed with, I didn't look at this as a burden, is going back to the way I used to eat when I was 7% body fat. Right. Because I paid... You have to when you yep. get... You have to pay attention to your, your carbs and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I used to. So I looked at it like a blessing, and I just cut out everything. I can't have milk, so I don't put, you know, I I put soy milk or almond milk in my Mm -hmm. coffee. Uh, I cut out everything and started eating probably healthier than I ever have in my life because every time I test it, I would get pains in my side, and sometimes Mm -hmm. you get dizzy. And what happens if you don't take care of this, you could end up rupturing and having to have a pretty serious surgery about it. So... That's when you get septic, like it gets bad real fast. About about yeah. three weeks of eating this diet, mm-hmm. I lost 15 pounds Absolutely. in a month. My doctor's like, what? And that's with no gym, no, no nothing. No gym, no nope. nothing. Yeah. I might have went a few just times. We've said just, it a thousand times. Diet is 80% of being in shape. And it's I crazy, knew though. this. It is. Nobody nobody seems to understand that. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, hear about, you hear about people all the time, like, I'm going to the gym. I just, what's your diet look like? You know? Yeah. Your body responds <clears throat> to what you eat, period. Yep. And intellectually, and I relate this to recovery because, mm-hmm. you know, intellect doesn't get you sober. Mm-hmm. And, and we done lives, and, I, you know, I had something called faith fitness, and mm-hmm. I taught people this, and we always talked about mind, body, spirit, how they're all connected. Mm-hmm. I knew this. But the further you get detached from it, you start telling yourself, because Marty was in my ear this whole time. It's like, you need to get back in the gym. You need to get back in the gym. And you almost you almost resent people for saying that because right. it's like, if you was feeling like I was feeling, you wouldn't be saying that. I truly felt like I wasn't physically capable. Mm-hmm. So three weeks of eating right, starting to lose weight to where people are saying, hey, you're looking you look good. good yeah. I didn't know who you were when I walked in the door. <laughs> and I knew you were supposed to be here. <laughs> Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was yeah. like, oh, somebody else from. Well, your, your first response was like, "Damn, you're on meth again." Well, once I saw his face, <laughs> yeah, what a compliment. Once I saw his face, and he looked like he was still dying. I'm just kidding, dude. I'm just kidding. I was just like, "Holy crap, it's you!" Because I saw you a few months ago, and you looked pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh God, I, I love you just, so much. I love you. 
I just talked true. I'm sorry. No, like, this it, isn't I hard. Mean, it's just like you looked a little the show. Yeah. No, I knew I was overweight. Yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was getting to where it, I really had a hard time putting like on my pregnant's shoes. Pregnant's not unhealthy. You're just like, I, I can be the same <laughs> way. It is for a man. It is for a man. It is for a man. No, no, no. I go from pregnant to fat. Like, every now and then I'll be like, okay, I'm starting to look a little pregnant. Like, I'm about two, three months. Like, I'm starting to show a little bit. And that's when I realized I need to pull back. Oh, God. We're going to get canceled because we just said men can get pregnant. I stepped over the dad bod into the just bod realm. Yes. It was just bod. Well, you know, what I I started to notice, though, is during this time, which is why I'm always like, hey, you need to get back in the gym, is I noticed the lethargic, tired, beat down look on your on your face. Yeah. You know, uh, I would see you, you just irritable and restless and discontent. And just just looking like you hadn't, you know what I mean? The world gets really dark when you start facing physical ailments and pain and people are giving you these spiritual solutions. It, it, it makes you resent everybody. Mm-hmm. Like for anybody that's watching this and has chronic pain, my heart goes out to you. And mm-hmm. that is, I'm at a point where if somebody comes to me with chronic pain... I don't dare to give advice because really that's one of my biggest fears. If I get to a point where I'm an ex- I'm an op- recovering opiate addict and I get to a point where you are physically sick and 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 just faced with that chronic pain every day, it is really hard to find some gratitude. It is really hard to get positive and and no matter how how much you try because when I you know, I'm always in the public. We're putting on events, always talking to people. And it's my job to set aside my shit and be approachable. Mm-hmm. And it gets to where that, that is it, that takes everything you got. And you yep. only got maybe an hour or two. And then you're, right. then you're twitching trying to get away from them because mm-hmm. you can't pull it off no more. Yep. I mean, you can see it on somebody's face when oh, they're yeah. in pain and stuff. So, so and, and I, I didn't just get faced with this and quit like this we're talking probably the last two years of my life was trying to search uh prayer meditation Mm -hmm. trying but it gets to a point where it's not all in your head does that does that make sense oh yeah and when you're trying to do mind over a matter if i wouldn't have been told that this was something that was coming from my food because i can manage that shit I was happier than shit. I'm, I got diagnosed with an incurable disease, and I was like, thank you, Jesus. Because at least you know. At least I know, yep. and it's not fatal. It's right. something. That's the easiest. Like, there's so many people that don't have this option, mm-hmm. like, that, that are, are chronically ill, and there's nothing they could do about it. But all I had to do is fix my diet, which is something in my heart I wanted to do anyway. God mm-hmm. doing for you what you could Absolutely. not do for yourself. Yep. Absolutely. So the fact that I cannot eat mcdonald's and burger king and all this stuff that i know is toxic and bullshit anyway mm-hmm. it's like check hallelujah yep now, that's awesome yeah i mean awesome. and i don't i'm not subject to temptation because it's a physical you punishment. know it's going to hurt yes it's direct immediately you guys might feel lethargic the next day and have a little bit of regret like i run the risk of having inflammation and getting dizzy and not being able to function for the next right. A flare-up is it sucks. It goes on for a week, maybe mm-hmm. two. And I was last one I, that happened to me. I was in bed for over a week. It sucked. Yep. Um, so I don't want to play with that. Yeah. I'm like I'm cool, you know. And eating healthy, as you guys know, I'm preaching to the choir about this. It goes back to what I've said a thousand times. But like this is where I started. You forget, like we all know that it helps. It, Everybody in this room knows that you feel better 
when you're doing something physically healthy for yourself on a consistent basis. We all know that. But the further you get detached from it and the worse you get to feel, you're like, yeah, it make me feel a little bit better. But you, you don't understand the weight and the depth of it. When you change diet and your physical routine, my gut, my intellect tells me just those two things alone would solve a big percentage of what's going on with mental health in America right now. It's scientifically proven. Yeah. You are what you eat. I was just listening to a doctor. This is funny. You have a nerve that goes from your stomach to your brain. It's called the vagus nerve. It actually tells the nutrients that you were absorbing what to do, but your brain has to tell your body what to do. So you have a nerve. goes all the way up the back through your spine, and it literally says, okay, brain, this is what we've ate. What do we do? And then it distributes the nutrients through your body. So you have the, the, they call it like the three brains. You have your brain, your heart, and then your gut, and they all talk. But Mm -hmm. if you are not eating properly, then naturally your brain's like, I don't know what you want me to do with this crap. And that's when you get the foggy head and you're not thinking clearly. And I know a lot of people. Again, these are all things. These are all symptoms of bad diet. If people would just, and what I mean by bad diet is go get your blood work done. Go get a food sensitivity test done. Go actually check because you couldn't eat pasta, which in the right portion and eaten and made properly is not bad for someone. You're right, but typical. Think person. about most people and how they eat noodles and pasta. Oh yeah, like it, yeah, yeah. The yeah. way we consume anything in mass consumption. That's know. the thing is our portions are way out of whack. You can eat chicken and rice and still get fat. Yep. Because you can overeat your calories. It's calories in, calories out versus how you train and what people don't understand. Well, I went to the gym five days this week. Yeah, you probably burned 180 calories. Right. That yeah, is right. not where you there's burn so, calories. There, but yeah. there's so many people who go to the gym and, and they, then just shovel food down their throat. Well, chicken and rice and chicken and rice and hot sauce. And well, I'm doing good. That's and what I, they bring. The yeah. portion sizes at these restaurants is like. Well, Jess mm-hmm. talking about like coming from Australia and versus eating, going out to eat here. I love how they call it the lunch portion. Because we have to eat oh it faster. That's the only reason it's called the lunch portion. <laughs> it's not That's smaller. the healthier portion, though. Yeah, but the thing about that is, is like they're they're double, mm-hmm. if not triple, one thousand percent the the portions that are common in yep. in Australia. Yep, you know what I mean. Yeah, and and and. I think it's important to because when people go to the gym and they think, well, okay, I'm going to the gym, I'm not going to eat, you know, but. I think the food sensitivity thing is important because I mm-hmm. wonder I wonder if you would have took a food sensitivity thing a long time ago if this these pastas and these things would have popped up in your like gluten's gluten's appears to be one of the things that you can't eat. Yep. yep. Right? Any any kind of gluten's, right? Yep. So it, I'm sure that would have popped just, up. Just you know gluten is food. not a normal thing. It is the I, way we process our food that produces gluten. When you eat wheat in its pure form, it doesn't do that. Understood. It's processed and then forms gluten. Gotcha. So it's the additives that we add into everything to make food more everything. profitable for everybody Here we go. involved. Here we go. And this is the, the top, people, I think it's important to people, people start looking at this stuff because America, we, we eat food because it's there and we think it's safe. So I've researched we eat this. Fast, we eat fast food because we feed our children fast food. We give our babies fluoridated water. Mm-hmm. We feed our children McDonald's three days a week. Don't tell me I'm you're you're you're, you're doing it. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Your child wants some French fries from McDonald's, a Happy Meal. You're going to stop at least three days a week. Tell mm-hmm. me I'm wrong. And you're essentially feed. There's nothing in a McDonald's. There's nothing in a McDonald's uh, Happy Meal that is good nutrients. There's for nothing your child. in a McDonald's anything. 
Right. That is healthy for you. I don't care anything. if you go get their chicken salad. Anything. I guarantee you the that chicken is, is subpar is, salad and processed chicken. Horribly Guaranteed because they are all about the profit margins. And yeah. I've researched this. It's the regulations that the government had put on the farmers that the caused the food scarcity. Because they caused the regulations to make it so difficult for these farmers to survive that it was easier to grow corn for fuel than it was to grow corn for people to eat. Well, here's the other conspiracy. Because they're like, I can't that. live like this. You got like you can only have so many cow tags and you can only have so many things, and they make it so difficult. Why do like, they do if that? I can only have so many. Why do they do that? So they're well, they're claiming they're claiming that it's the way we treat the animals. Dude, I'm gonna it's eat it. Forced to sell their 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 land to uh, <clears throat> China. So well. they make it so difficult that their <laughs> profit margins are so low that they have to make That's more so. money off the cow. So well. how do you make more money off the cow? You fill it full I'm of GMO. I'm not going to go yep. real deep Steroids into my theories, but I will state fact that Bill Gates owns 70% of the world's farmland. Yeah. And his, he is the his, most corrupt his big focus is, is genetically enhanced and, and artificial food. Well, he believes we're overpopulated. Exactly. That's He's all so, about population control. So he believes could, we are overpopulated. Anybody could, ever seen I, the movie I, Utopia? Yeah. Please watch it. If you could control the food, you could control the people. Mm-hmm. Or you can poison said people. Yeah. Slowly. Over time, so they well, have that's cancer. a form of control. So they have <laughs> cancer. So they're addicted to the big pharma, and they're yeah. Well, so. we'll get into this on another podcast. We but we were, to, doing, we, were, we were doing this research, and did you know that America and New Zealand are the only two countries in the world that are allowed to advertise medications to their population? Yeah, I've always thought that's ridiculous. Which is a form of power of suggestion, right? You Period. may have anxiety. Period. I don't care what anybody says. Side you can't do that include. in the whole entire world except for New Zealand and America. Yeah. This is an actual. Fact. I seen this commercial. Uh, no, the I other did day. it the other day. Oh, I, I, I swear to God, everybody goes to their doctor and say, "Hey, I have. I think I have this." Why do they say that? Yeah. Because of a commercial. They no, say. I went to CVS that day and I was like, "Where can I find the Ozempic?" And what's that? <laughs> she was like, "The what?" And I was like, "Well, here." I pulled up the commercial on YouTube and she's like, "Oh no, sir, you got to see your doctor." I said, "Then why is it a commercial?" Mm. Because I can buy Nyquil and that's a commercial. So where do I find the Ozempic? <laughs> And what is that again? Is that something it's like you a, know about? It's for asthma. Okay, okay. But it was just the first one I could think of. So, so I was just like, where do I find this? Side effect number one, gas with oily discharge. <laughs> no, pay attention to the side effects that they legally have to disclose, but they talk about it really, really fast. Really Watch fa- them. Why? Because there's a thousand of them. Watch them. Yeah. May cause death, one of them Guarantee said. This, yeah. Yeah, and you May go to your, cause death. Yeah. You go to your doctor. Them. He tells you that you have something. You're like, well, I've seen this commercial on YouTube. He's and, like, oh, yeah. And the guy looked really happy. So will you give me this? Right. And they're like, oh, yeah, we can try that. Yeah. Like, no, I suggested something to you, and you're the doctor who's supposed to tell me what I need, and now that's what I'm getting? Yeah. Don't uh, quote me on this, but my favorite one is Cymbalta. My favorite one is Cymbalta. So if your antidepressant isn't working, maybe you should add this. <laughs> is it that one, Chris? <laughs> He's on it now. It is, huh? Cymbalta, fuck me up. <laughs> no, seriously, they say if, you're, if your antidepressant isn't working, maybe you should add this. Hold on. That's a bill. Whatever. Is that, okay, yeah, again, I don't know because I don't take any of them. He's on both right now. He's on, a, yeah, he's like, it works great. <laughs> don't push him, he might snap. I don't remember how I got here, but it feels good. How many of the side effects are you experiencing? Well, here's the thing is that it, what's happening, and they've seen a massive increase, and what scares me the most about America right now, and we can end on this because we're dragging it out, is that you can now do doctors online. Uh-huh. You can now get any antidepressant, anything, 
online where you literally just go on a Zoom call and you could have Google up and say, if I want to get this medication, you can Google this. If I'm looking to get this medication, what are the symptoms? And then you just read those off. They don't run tests. They don't check your blood. Mm-mm. They just say, okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and send this over to your pharmacy. That's the way they control it is you're not allowed to pick up prescriptions anymore. They have to send them to your pharmacy. Mm. So that's what they do. Welcome to America, ladies and gentlemen. But we're just trying to save the trees. That's why we don't want to waste the paper anymore. (laughs) Welcome to America, ladies and gentlemen, where we will prescribe many, many prescriptions and feed you toxic materials and give your children fluoridated water water, and uh, wonder why y'all got cancer. But before we end this, hey, I want to celebrate you. Yeah, like, right seriously, on, you look amazing. Right on. You didn't give up. You didn't use that as an excuse to have whatever else you wanted yeah. to get high, to become more depressed, to let it affect you in a way. You're like, no, this doesn't make sense. And I encourage everybody out there, if you are tired or feeling funny, don't be afraid to go to the doctor. Get a yeah. blood, get because blood everything blood. you think in your head is a lie until something outside of you makes it true. So don't just assume the worst. Go get it checked out. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing. Like, I don't want too many pats on the back because, like like I said, I even talked to Marty about it on the way to get these tests. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't, there's almost a part of me that would be happy if they said I had a tumor or a cancer or just something. Just so you know. Just so you know. Because mm-hmm. that, that realm of existence where you, because you know your body. You know when something's wrong. Yep. And when they keep telling you, well, this come back clear and this come back clear, it is really discouraging. So I'm, I'm glad I finally got some answers. Yeah, um, for sure. For sure. It, it allowed me enough. Like I said, everything's manageable now, which gives me my control back. And I'm that's a happy place to be for me. Yeah. But that's yeah. not an easy space to live in. Yeah. Just because you have to. Technically, yeah. you don't really. No, I don't. There's you know, you lived very uncomfortable for a very long time, and as an addict, we make the uncomfortable very well, comfortable. And I never knew what this was, but since I've had it, I've been overwhelmed at how many people have told me they have it too. Right, and they're still right. eating like shit. Yeah, I'm just like, well, maybe you ain't got the same kind. I know I so it. many people that have Crohn's <laughs> disease and all these other things that affect the way that you eat, and they just don't care. Yeah, they yeah. make it normal, not understanding the ramifications of what that looks like. Yeah. And later on in life, when you have your kids that need you there and you have all these things, so you value your life, though. Yeah. And I don't think enough people do. And it's because they don't believe in a greater space. Well, I believe that pain is the price of admission and any kind of change that, from my point of view, Mm -hmm. whether it be addiction, whether it be bad foods, whether it be something chronic, like pain is what's going to eventually, well, people like us. Pain like, is typically yeah. the price. It doesn't have to it don't, be, but it typically and is. And that's the thing. That's that's the point we're trying to get across here is you don't have to get to the yep. extreme point where you're like, it's either this or die. Yep. Well, I you value, know? I mean, yes, I value my life, but even more so, I value to the utmost, highest regard, quality of life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, so if and I'm 42 years old and at this point in my life, if somebody says this is good for you and will mm-hmm. make you feel good. Not a chemical assholes. Yeah. <laughs> like something I can naturally yeah. do, then yes. I'm all for it. Yes. And it's same with the other stuff. If it's bullshit, manufactured, man-made, mm-hmm. I probably don't want nothing to do with it. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. But I still want to push back. You deserve to be celebrated. I know that you have this humbleness inside of you, but I don't care. Right. You deserve to be celebrated. Right on. You deserve to give yourself a high five. You'll get one from me, and I want everybody else out there to feel the same way. You deserve to celebrate your wins. Period. There's nothing wrong with that. And this is a win on so many levels that we haven't even seen yet. You just know what the future is going to hold because you've decided 
to bite the bullet, suck it up, go through all these tests where you were not getting answers for a long time. And you're like, no, this doesn't feel right. I'm getting an answer one way or another. Mm. And now you're making progress. That took work. That took effort. You know you want your life to be a certain way, and you Quality. have it here. Your it took belief a lot system. Of money. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only oh, money, right? Yeah. We can't go with it. So you can't put a price on the quality of life. Yes. I would spend a million dollars if it made it where I could just live comfortably for the rest of my life and not worry about it. Yeah. All day long. Guys, go check out Kingdom yeah, Bully. Please. Kingdom Bullies on YouTube, Absolutely. on TikTok. They got millions and millions of followers on TikTok. Yep. Go check it out. Yeah. Guys, if you're not subscribed to this channel, you suck. We love you, though. <laughs> Keep, we love you guys. We'll see you next week.